Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Andy. Happy New Year's. I don't know how to start these things. It's like every time I want to send a first message to somebody, I don't know. Hey, three Y's, one Y, you say what's going on. Hello, hola. I hate the first hello. I, sometimes I just want to send a video of Uncle Leo going, hello. Welcome to the second episode of You're Still Here. I want to thank everyone who reached out to me in the last week. Apparently, a lot of you liked the first episode. I'm going to choose to believe you, but obviously not many people are going to reach out to me after the news that I delivered last week and say, man, I know you kind of went through that tragedy, but that podcast was pretty bad. However, I just get the feeling that people kind of actually did enjoy it because people who subscribe to me on YouTube, they don't even know me. They have no reason to say that, but they actually reached out and said, well, I really like this. Is that on the Apple podcast store? Which it is, by the way. So I guess people are enjoying it. So I'm excited to do another episode. So here we go. So how'd you guys spend your New Year's? It's a weird New Year's. What are you going to do? going to have a house party that maybe somebody uploads some pictures and then people go, oh my God, they those villains. How dare they spend New Year's together and have a good time? So instead, you stay home and you watch Ryan Seacrest and J-Lo be an absolute imbecile. Stop it. You had the fan five inches from your face and they cranked it too high. Your hair blowing straight back in the wind. If you wanted it to look sexy, like a music video, but they cranked it too high and it just looked like you were standing behind a helicopter. I'd like to provide a quick update on the sympathy bang counter, by the way. Last week, I told you about in that movie 50-50 with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen when they talk about uh, people getting sympathy bangs when they're going through an awful situation or they have an illness that could cost their life. You really think that a girl's going to go for me just because I have cancer? For the millionth time, yes! I would like to let everybody know that my sympathy bang counter and offers and DMs are at a grand total of zero. Yep. Nobody. I have zero offers currently on the table. And what that means is that once again, the movies have misled me and they've given me a false sense of the way that things really are out there. And this isn't the first time. This started when I was young. Movies warp your mind and give you a distorted view of the way things really are. And then it screws you. The first for me was watching like the Mighty Ducks as a kid. I said, oh, you don't want to be like those bad kids on the Hawks. You want to be like Charlie Conway because then you win the game with a triple deke. And look, the girl in school likes you when you're nice to her. Yeah, I got news for you. In the real world, they like the Hawks. The Hawks are taking home the girl you wanted. And it's just the way it is. That was just the start of it. That, that was the first way I was screwed. Then was the movie Old School. After watching Old School, I was under the impression you go to college, someone knocks on your door within 10 minutes and hands you a flyer to the biggest party you've ever been to in your life every single night. That's what college is. Look at Old School. There's huge Mitchell Paloozas or Mitchell Paloozas everywhere. Cut to me arriving at Northeastern in Boston on the opening night on Huntington Avenue right outside campus. Oh, it's dead silent. Where are the parties? Oh, looks like I'm staying home playing Madden tonight. There was none of those for me. Now, somebody recently told me, 
Oh, well, you should have went to FSU. It was like that for me. Yeah, well, I didn't. I didn't go to FSU. So old school, you screwed me. Then, I don't know how many of you have dealt with this so far, but let me give you a warning if you haven't graduated from college yet. If you're in your mid to late 20s and 30s, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Weddings. Wedding crashers ruined the perception of weddings for me. When, After I watched Wedding Crashers, I was under the assumption nothing's going to be better than a wedding. Open bar, then everyone from that other side of the family, there's going to just be this plethora of bachelorettes who want to meet guys from the other side. Because look, look what happened to Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. Now I'm going to tell you what actually happens at weddings. I will say there is some good news here. The good news is that the first wedding that your group of people, friends, college friends, whatever, the first wedding after school is going to be the fun one. That's going to be the one chance you get where there's going to be a lot of single girls, single guys, and you can have that great experience. However, you better enjoy it because it will be your last. Because here's what actually happens. So at some point throughout the day at this fun wedding, somebody goes up to one of those bachelorettes, whether it's a family member of the bride or somebody else that they know, and they say, oh, well, who are you with? When are you getting married? When is when are, when are we going to be at one of these for you? And I guess, I don't know because I'm not a girl, I guess a cloud of either insecurity or I never want to have to deal with this again comes over their body because that is the absolute last wedding they will not take a date every wedding i've been to after the very first one people who i even knew were completely single and available rounded up some mediocre awful friend that they wouldn't even touch with a 10-foot pole but they will bring them there simply to avoid the questions from all those lingerers who make them feel self-conscious for not having any wedding prospects in the near future. And who gets screwed in that situation? Of course, you and me, because we just look over there and see, oh, guy, girl, that's another one who I can't talk to. And this is what happens. There is no wedding, that, that scene where they're just, it's doing quick cuts of all the different girls in the beds. Not only is it far from the truth, it couldn't be farther from the truth. So yes, go ahead. Add 50-50 to the lengthy list of movies that give you a false perception of the way life really is. And if you're one of those people who goes, well, it's a movie, then why would you even go in the first place? What, if, have you ever shed a tear? Have you ever laughed? So then, it's not just a movie. You better keep that same energy the next time you watch the Titanic because when Jack's lips are turning purple because Rose is hogging that thing for herself and you know he has a few minutes left to live and you shed a tear, I'm just going to lean in from the side and say, yeah, but it's just a movie. Oh, by the way, did you guys see the great news? After nine long months, many of you are going to be receiving that $600 stimulus payment. Isn't that great? Now you can finally afford to pay your internet bill and reactivate the service. Now you can go check your email and see when it is that you're going to be evicted from your apartment. 
It's like, it's not even insulting. It's so beyond insulting that it's funny. It's like, it's like they did a reverse eBay style bidding system when they were figuring out how much to give people. Like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to make sure these people don't work. Then if they want to work, we'll just shut everything down. They can make no money for about a year. Then, then we'll allow the mortgages and everything to to keep charging them. They still owe rent. They still owe everything. We'll let the banks run interest. And then at the end, how much should we give them? What do you say? What do you say, Jack? Uh, let's give them 3000 3000 I say 2000 Someone else. 1200 We got 900 Sold to the biggest dirt bag ever. $600. That's right. What are you going to do about it? Here's what you should do. They should have given you $6,000. $6,000. They've given you $600. So I got a solution for you. Here's what you do. Take the $600, the NFL playoffs start this weekend, and put it on a four-game parlay. And what's most important is that you do it with an offshore site or a bookie. That way, if you do lose, at least the U.S. government doesn't get it back into the economy because clearly that's what they want. And if you lose, they won't get it back. So at least it's your middle finger on the way out. But if you win, you got 6000 your actual stimulus. If you lose, you go from having basically nothing to definitely nothing. Yeah, so the money that's been given so far, it's clearly not enough, which is why we're actually lucky for things out there like this Barstool Fund. And I don't know if you've seen it, but Barstool has set up this charity fund to save businesses that are being hosed by local leadership It's doing a freaking unbelievable job. It's raised like millions of dollars, saving hundreds of multi-generational business. And ask your parents about it, and none of them will know about it. Why? Because nobody talks about it on Channel 2, 4, 5, 7, 9. A girl's mask slips off at TGI Fridays in West Hartford. It's going to be trending on Twitter. It's going to be on Channel 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. WWE will talk about it. Front page news. Oh, it's a Karen's world. We're all living in it. They're hunting her down like that detective hunting down Jim Carrey in the mask. You save thousands of family businesses? Watch real people who are literally brought to tears throughout these videos? Nothing. Crickets. No news reports. But I understand. Not like we need to see anything positive. You know, it's not like we need to feel good or anything at the end of 2020, after all. Not like this was a year where maybe we could have used a little joy and positivity in our lives. No, no, no. Instead, it's way more important to watch Cuomo doing calf raises out there in the Hamptons basement he has. And they can't act like they don't know what it is because months ago there was a whole hashtag cancel barstool campaign trying to take it down, trying to label everyone bigots, you know, the classic. And just think about it. If that campaign to cancel barstool because whatever the hell they claimed happened, then there is no barstool. And nine months later, there is no barstool fund. And all those crying family members that you can see in these videos are not given that lifeline. So I just want you to think about that. The next time you're about to label some lacrosse bro from Quinnipiac uh, a bigot, just know that down the road he may do something to save your family member's ass. And trust me, it is not easy for me to defend a goddamn Quinnipiac lacrosse bro. You know what the news has become? 
It's become that miserable girl who won't let you hook up with her friend unless she's taken care of as well. You know that girl? Oh, there's a lot of them out there. The, oh, well, if I'm not having a good time, nobody's having a good time approach. Honestly, this is actually a good piece of advice to people out there pursuing something or they really want to take a chance. When you inevitably slip up, it's going to happen, or you make a mistake, or you're just not great at something yet. People, or in this case publications, they'll line up to just publicize your demise. You do something great, you make a huge stride, crickets. I mean, it's the referee syndrome with these people. You ref perfectly for 20 years, nobody says a thing. One bad pass interference call, you should lose your job for good. So speaking of newscasters, uh, other than not reporting things like the Barstool Fund, you know what else they've shown us during this pandemic? Uh, How ugly their Bushwick apartments are. So in the past, when we watched the news on TV, like there was a sense of perfection when we were watching the news. Like they sound good. They look good. But now, while they're at home with these Zoom news reports, no hair and makeup department and $3,000 microphones, like your average reporter giving us an update using her original iPhone headphones, it doesn't inspire a ton of confidence for me. Like I'm not going to trust somebody who looks worse off than me. I wouldn't go to a dentist who has gingivitis and yellow teeth. These, these reporters, the interior decor, it looks like something I'd see on Chatterbait. When I, I saw this girl on Yahoo News the other day. It looked, she looked no different than a cam girl on Chatterbait. The interior decor may as well have been the same. I was waiting for her to get up and start dancing. You know, one time I was dating this girl. Super cool girl. No drama. Fat ass. That has nothing to do with being cool but we were watching an hbo documentary on cam girls now you know how hbo is now trying to turn whores into heroes sex work is work and yes i agree sex work is work but i can say that about anything i could say well you know yep i work in the mafia mafia work is work but anyway afterward me and this cool girl with the fat ass uh we actually logged on to one of those websites we created an account and we went on to one of those cam websites and it was a very funny experience so here's basically how it works there's there's a girl in a room like you'd imagine and off to the right is a chat everyone in the room you're you and the other guys in there are all talking you see what each other are saying but they don't really listen to you. They don't even look at your comment unless you insert money with your comment. You literally had to to pay. And I know this because I tried saying a bunch of things. She said nothing. So then I throw her $3 and it makes a jingly change. Sound. Like, it sounds like Daniel Negreanu splashing poker chips onto the table. So you, you send $3 and I said, hey, I got a request. She goes, what do you want, hon? And I said, you know what would be really hot? Ching, I spent another $2. <laughs> she goes, tell me. I said, if you do exactly what you're doing right now and you put on Back to the Future Part 2 on that TV in the back. And this girl was perplexed. And the way the chat room works is everybody saw that I said that. And I thought guys were going to be like, oh, you piece of garbage. We want to see some ass. No, they actually just rolled along with it 
like in iMessage or Slack, you can add reactions. Some guy added a reaction of the tire tracks from Back to the Future 2 after I said it. And then a gif of Doc with the helmet. So that was that was my cam girl experience. I asked a girl in the middle of her cam show to please put on Back to the Future Part 2 in the background. It would have been interesting. By the way, if you think I'm being disgusting, I really I, I don't want to hear it. Like, this is tame compared to the some of the filth that's on there. My, my brother's girlfriend sent me a link to this podcast, or Don't Wake Daddy, whatever the hell it is. They make me feel like I'm the prudest guy in the country. They were talking about, like, you know, random girl. Like, your average girl now might have an OnlyFans. You can meet somebody out. Like, oh, God, I met that girl. I'm so excited. She was so cute. Look her up on Instagram. Oh, what's that link? Is that a Visco? Oh, no, it's a $20 OnlyFans. You can legitimately meet someone now. And then by the time you go home, you can watch them take shots to the face for $19.99 per month. That's a weird world out there, kids. So you might find this interesting. I'm contemplating never using emojis again. Uh, I'm contemplating just dropping them from the repertoire because other than the fact that you know, it's like Legends of the Hidden Temple trying to decode somebody's message. I, I just don't imagine that when, when I text somebody, if I text a girl, if I included emoji, all I think in my head is they're looking at it saying, oh, what a little bitch. What a, what a, what a bitch. I, I just, every time I send one, I feel like a 16-year-old girl. And for that reason, I'm out, as they say in Shark Tank. But not to mention, I have more reasons to boycott it. I'm not included in the emoji color spectrum. Like, oh, iOS is this big inclusive emoji environment, right? Well, go look at the colors on there. There's white. There's a second white. The third person's kind of black. Then the fourth person's very black. And the fifth person's pitch black. Where am I? I'm nowhere to be found. This is iOS, inclusive iOS emojis. You can find a gender-neutral vampire. There's a black Alex Trebek with a red mustache. But there's not a standard Ricky Martin? What is every big-nosed Greek guy sending when he says, Hey, man, I'm just hanging in there. <laughs> and wants to put a picture of a guy that looks like him. So, yeah, that might be it for the emojis. And that actually might be it for this week's show i appreciate you guys coming back hopefully you got another chuckle or two there will be more next week and do me a favor i for years have been creating comedy videos i never said anything i never said hey man you want to please like comment come on come on I, I i do me a favor you do me a favor but i think i've i've paid my dues i've i've served my sentence of just giving content and letting it fly do me a favor, like these videos, subscribe and share them with people. Let somebody else know. If you let one person know, the world will be a better place. <laughs> and like I said earlier, it's on the Apple iTunes store and it's on Spotify. I tried adding it to Amazon, iHeartRadio, all the good stuff. So do that for me and I'll be back next week. So until then, take it easy and have a happy new year.